Hello and welcome to the Conscious Business Podcast. Today we have five very amazing and very special women in the house on International Women's Day. And if you are listening to this and it's one or two weeks later, you're still going to love it because there is so much value. It's like we've packed a punch in one episode and I'm super excited. Welcome to the Conscious Business Podcast. I'm your host, Phoebe Lay, and I'm so excited that you're here today. On our podcast, we are going to be talking about the things that inspire you in business to help you create a conscious brand that will not only build credibility and give you more opportunities in your business to thrive, but also help you to create in a deliberate, conscious kind of way. This is a place where meaningful conversations will inspire you to create, pursue, and thrive and shine in business. We are going to kick off the show with one amazing, amazing leader who is literally going to bring you goosebumps. I met her very recently and I remember the moment I met her, it felt like I'd known her forever and she embodies so much love. She's oozing with love and wisdom. This incredible lady is somebody that is going to literally bring you warm fuzzies when you meet her in person. She's absolutely divine and she's a good friend of mine and also someone that I really, really respect. I am very, very excited to bring this amazing woman onto the show on International Women's Day. Payal Krikriya, how are you? Welcome to the show. I'm very well, Phoebe. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's an absolute honor. It's an absolute pleasure and so good to have you ladies in the house today. In this day and age right now, there are a lot of women looking for answers. There are a lot of women asking questions that have never been asked before. And we're now, obviously, International Women's Day is a celebration. It's a day about women rising up to break the bias and to close that gap between men and women because women are doing more and more now. And I think one of the things that a lot of I don't know if what you're finding, Payal, but I'm seeing that one of the things that a lot of women are asking themselves is, how can I have it all? Like, how can I have my cake and eat it too? How can I be a mother and a partner and a businesswoman and create success? And is that possible for me? Are you finding that, Payal? What are your thoughts on this? Absolutely, absolutely. I totally agree. Women are rising, I can say waking up in my own terms, because of today's, all the internet and everything, people are just waking up that there is so much more that we can do. So we as a human race are waking up, but yes, women in particular have started realizing and started questioning themselves a lot because we have working women and everybody's trying to balance work and home. As women, it comes to us very naturally where we want a balance, right? But when we are in the race of working, sometimes we lose the house, what's happening in the house. And once we are doing something at the house, we forget that we are we have some identity of our own and we just get lost in one way or the other. So I think what I've realized with my uh, mentoring sessions is that women are trying to find a balance and they are asking questions, which is very, very good 
because when you ask questions that's when you get solutions yes i totally agree and i absolutely love what you say about when we ask questions that's when we start to seek answers and then we find solutions i think at the moment we are living in a time where there is obviously a lot going on and Women wear many, many hats and play different roles, both in society, in business, in work, but also at home. And there's a lot of pressure and also a lot of expectations, particularly that women put on themselves. How can women lead with courage, Payal? I'd love to know, how can women lead with courage and still continue to wear multiple hats? How can they do that? And continue to live authentically and be centered and balanced? Very, very valid question, Phoebe, because women as leaders, I think the first and the foremost thing that we all women, doesn't matter which age, 16, 18, 20, 40, 50, does not matter which age. At whatever age you start realizing, internalizing and realizing that how powerful being a woman is. Once you start realizing that, you know, it has to come internally to you. When you self-reflect, when you ask questions, it has to come from within, right? Otherwise, no matter what you are reading, what you are hearing, what someone's telling you, it's not going to stay with you. No matter how much I tell you that, Phoebe, you're very powerful, you can hear it, but you cannot internalize it. You'll be like, ah, I want to be powerful, but I don't feel that way. So you have to resonate with that power within you. So if you want to be a leader, the first thing that you need to understand as a leader, as a woman, as a mother, is your own authentic power that you're born with. You don't have to get it from anywhere. You already have it within you, right? And we as women are the only species where we can be beautiful, graceful, and powerful at the same time. It just takes a lot of courage to reach that space. So as leaders, we need to know ourselves first, our power first. And only then we can lead others because we have to be an example. We have to be an inspiration to be a leader. So women have forgotten their power. They're already born with it. And when I realized in my life, even I forgot at one time, even I forgot that I have those powers inside me. I thought I'm weak. I'm dependent. I cannot do anything by myself. We all have the power within us. We just need to recognize it. Recognize and internalize it. And talk to ourselves, why are we powerful? What makes us powerful? What is our strength? The biggest strength a woman carries is love. The nurturing capability is given to a woman by the universe, by the Almighty, by the Creator whatever name you want to give the creator. We are born with it. Recognize the power within. It's 
super super important that's your root and once your roots are there only then you can grow as a tree right and bear fruits so yes that's what i want to say amen sister i think that love is so powerful and when a woman knows herself and truly understands her gifts and her talents and who she is when we truly truly know ourselves that's right we are limitless that's when we become limitless and it's not like a limitless in that like we can fly and we can dive into the ocean and hold our breath forever <laughs> but it's that our powers and our capabilities like what our gifts actually allow us to do things that we cannot consciously think or even perceive that we don't even realize we are able to do and we start to be able to balance as well that masculine and that feminine energy inside us because we all have both right we've got our masculine and our feminine and when they are in harmony and in balance that's when we start to thrive and that's when we know when to ask for help who to ask and also we are able to rest and recover and really rejuvenate as well because our batteries need recharging and women particularly, we sometimes tend to have a tendency to overdo things, right? We can overwork and then we feel tired or we feel stressed and we feel frustrated and imbalanced. So I think it's really important that men and women support each other and that we also ask for help as well. That's right. We all have a masculine and a feminine side within us. So it's not either or, it's both, right? But as a woman, obviously, we are more inclined towards our feminism, right? Because we can carry ourselves in that way. And men can carry themselves in a masculine way, right? That's the contrast that the universe has created for us. But there's an internal contrast that we have. And we need to balance that. Once you balance, what I figured out is once you balance the masculine and the feminine energies within you, when you are balanced, automatically the men around you, the universe around you start supporting you. Trust me on that. If you're too much on your masculine side, the males around you are starting to feel threatened, right? And that's the reason they don't support you. But if you are in a balanced, if you're working in a very balanced way, your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. I couldn't agree more. Payal, thank you so much for being on the show. I cannot wait to have a full episode with you where we dive deep into what you've just discussed. And for anyone that's listening, if you want to get in touch with Payal and find out about the tools that she works with to help women balance the masculine and the feminine and to know themselves deeply and truly, then please make sure that you reach out, check out her social media handles on the show notes. And Payal, thank you again so much for being on the Conscious Business Podcast. Thank you so much for your time, Phoebe. Wow, what an incredible way to kick off International Women's Day and such a powerful message that Payal had to share with us. 
I'm very, very excited about our next guest speaker as well because this wonderful lady is someone that not only is pioneering the space between restaurants and community and building a local community and a hub, she's also a fellow finalist in the White Horse Excellence in Business Awards for 2020 and 21. Amy, it's so good to have you on the show. I am so excited for your special announcement today as well because you have just become a published author and tonight is the very special International Women's Day launch of your book. What a day to launch a brand new book. Thank you, Fifi. I'm so excited and what a special way to celebrate International Women's Day. Hey, with you, your amazing soul and you're coming to the launch tonight. Absolutely. It's going to be so good to be in the room with you and so many amazing souls, including your co-authors as well. And women like yourself who are not only breaking the status quo, but you're doing something extraordinary. So tell us, what is the essence of who you are? And, you know, what's the one thing that got you to put this amazing chapter together in this book that's coming out? Tell us about the book. Okay, so as I I was saying, Phoebe, I've got a surprise for you and you're the first one exclusive. I waited because I actually got this thing early this morning. I said, no, I'm going to share with Phoebe on International (laughs) Women's Day. You ready? This is the physical ball. You're the fifth one, you and your guest. I am so happy, so humble, so grateful. This book actually published at the right time. You know, when I remember in 2020, you know, I, I was with a group of friends and we all say, you know, let's write something we want to achieve. Mm. The first thing I want my, my mind was to write a book because you know, like you, I'm a book lover. I love authors, you know, and to to put concepts and thoughts into written books in hard copy is amazing. And it so happened uh, 2021, you know, every year I I choose a theme for myself and it was on courage. And so this book is actually 12 months in the writing process. As you probably know, know, the universe is amazing. I relocated my business in 2020, just before COVID. And if anything else that I learned is courage. Courage is what we all have, but we just have to tap into it. Yeah. Mm, That's so amazing. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on today, because, Mm. you know, as we said before, there is so much opportunity out there, but there's also so much uncertainty out there. And it's Mm. one of the most beautiful things that I think is a huge demonstration of courage is seeing people like yourself going out there and literally leading with courage, with influence and starting something new and doing something different that is unique and has never been done before. For those that are listening that don't know Amy, Amy owns an incredible local Mexican restaurant called Amor Mexico here in Blackburn in Victoria. The word restaurant is an understatement. You have a hub. It's a hub where people get together and the ambience draws connection. It creates love in the air. It's something that brings community together. I had my lockdown birthday there as well in 2020. It was such a spectacular sight to see the way Amy t- transformed in a time where 
most businesses really struggled to survive, right? We had lockdown after lockdown, but you've pivoted in a way where you not only turned them more into a community hub, but you've also written a book and also, you know, taken the steps. And I remember we met when you were part of the Digital Startup Academy. And I remember in one of our coaching sessions, you talked about wanting to create a book and to publish your own story. And you've gone and really grabbed that idea and turned it into something. And that was such a massive demonstration of courage. So what's one thing that may have scared you or made you feel uncertain in the last two years? And how did you overcome that uncertainty during COVID or the fear? Great question. I've always been a person who haven't really associated with the word fear. If anything else, for me, the, the opposite of courage is fear. And when we flip mm. that around, there are possibilities. And I, I guess what I want to probably in my chapter, you know, with the different definition, different perception of courage is, you know, you, you know, we call it the yin-yang balance, right? You've got the yang where courage goes, you know, you must go into a battlefield and lead the army and into victory, days of glory. And then there is the very gentle side, the quiet side, yet it's it's so strong. It's when we have to listen to our truth. And when we listen to our truth from our heart, it's always the right way. At the time, you know, it may not be the most logical way. Let me give you an example. Before I relocated to a moor, you know, which is out in Blackburn, I was in Forest Hill for 16 years. I had an established community. Everyone knew, you know, we were there. But deep down, I knew it was time to grow. And we've all been there where everything on the surface seems perfect, right, based on, you know, face value, based on society, based on everyone. But when we know it's time to grow, it has to, we have to move. And at that time... When we I decided to move, I didn't have a I didn't have a physical premise to move to, right? And I didn't know where we were going to go, but I knew it was right. And so sometimes courage is that silent voice in our head. It's just say, keep moving. You're in the right direction, and it always does. And it was those. And so when I, you know, when we talk about fear, you know, I, I like to replace the word excitement. You know, when mm. it was like going on an adventure, when you go, oh, something's, I'm going to somewhere, but I don't know what it is, but it feels right. And yes. just trust, trust ourselves. You know, as, as, as you know, we talk about International Women's Day. I think one of the powerful gifts we could ever um, share with the world is our instinct. When mm. we trust our instinct, everything works out right. Definitely. I love that. Mm. And I think courage also comes from, like what you say, that inner knowing that, you're kind of almost guided. It's almost like you've got the path already. It's already mm-hmm. like predetermined and you've just got to show up each day and live your life, have fun and do what needs to be done without the concerns of, oh my gosh, what if it goes wrong? What if this, what if that? I love that you have turned uncertainty into excitement and one of the most powerful things about that is the fact that when we have our mindsets right and when we you know when when we can 
recalibrate and always come back Mm -hmm. to the vision and the greater purpose, Mm. it always turns out because no matter what happens, you know, you've had fun and you've done your best work. Yes. I think that's very, very important. And and if I could add, you know, I always see it. When I choose a project or produce an adventure, there needs to be, for me, there's three things. Obviously, the mindset to make sure that I'm in the right space mentally to that I'm on, you know, in line with my vision. But there's something else that is, for me, more powerful is the heart set, right, when it feels right. Sometimes it may not be most logical and, you know, sometimes call myself, you know, not that I worry, you know, you can probably relate to this, Phoebe, when we have the capacity to think multiple ways, sometimes it could almost work against our favour, you know, because we can analyse, rationalise and go, no, 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 no. However, when we check in with our heart and it feels right, it will feel right. It will be right. And the third one is, you know, I'll I, I call it the soul set. When it's beyond words, it's beyond feelings, when you just trust when you just trust, the universe has always had our back. You know, I'm, I'm just one of those lucky people that I'm surrounded by great people, you know, like yourself. And in the deepest, deepest, you know, darkest times, something will come up and guide me back. And when we're, we're in that space, you know, when we are aligned, amazing thing happens more than we could ever expect. So, yeah, that, that's all I can say. Beautiful. Amy, thank you so much. I love what you have shared. I'm so, so excited about tonight and I can't wait for the book launch. I can't wait also to go live during your book launch when we're next to each other face-to-face just to see the shift of if there's any shift when we're in person and what else comes up. Yeah, I can't wait to, I can't wait for anyone that is watching this live in our Facebook community, Thrive and Shine in Business, jump on tonight because Amy is, I'm going to be there at the International Women's Day book launch with Amy Terry and obviously the community as well. And I'm so excited to, you know, just be there, be amongst it, feel that energy, that vibe, and also to hear more about your story in the chapter of that book as well. It's going to be an amazing, inspirational book, hearing about the courageous journey. Thank you so much, Amy. Thanks for jumping on. I'm just throwing one more surprise for you and for your audience. First of all, you know, I'm so looking forward to celebrating this event. It, It was sold out and many people want to, you know, come. So, you know, everything's aligned. End of this month, Thursday, the 31st of March, we're celebrating a more turning 18. <gasps> so I'll send in the link. There will be a parties going on. There will be live music. And for those who miss out, we'll get a signed copy of my book. So I'll, I'll put in the link and you're invited, Miss Phoebe. That's it. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so I'm much. I'm right on Community Lane as well. Yay. That is going to be incredible. Yeah. So looking forward to it. Obviously, for anyone that's listening, we hope this has brightened your day. We hope this has inspired you to continue on your courageous journey. And thank you so much for tuning in. 
Guys, make sure to stay tuned for our next guest speaker because she's absolutely incredible as well and someone that is very, very heart-centered and I cannot wait to bring her onto the show. Amy, I love you so much. I wish you all the best for tonight's book launch. I cannot wait to be there to give you a hug and get your autograph on my book and I hope that you have a fabulous International Women's Day. Thank you, Phoebe. Bye, everyone. How cool is Amy? I am so excited about tonight to see her shine and also be at her book launch. Our next guest, Michelle, is a good friend of mine, actually, and she's someone that I love to see thriving online. And not just that, I mean, I know that word thriving can be overused, but she is someone that literally embodies love, positive energy, and also has a wonderful balance and lifestyle over in Bali. And I commend her for moving over there before COVID and even sticking it through. And so I'm super excited to have her on the show because she's got something really incredible coming up. Michelle, (laughs) welcome. How are you today? It's so good to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really well and so happy to be here and yeah, collabing. So good to see you. So happy to have you because, wow, you're on this journey, on this path of you're just about to birth an incredible book, an incredible project called The 55 Faces. And I was so honored that you asked me to be a part of this project and so honored that I could share it in some way with my community and also showcase your work. So before we begin, I'd love to know Tell us a little bit about where you are and what you are doing right now in a very different part of the world. Yeah, so I'm in Bali. I'm from Melbourne and I've lived my whole life in Melbourne and I accidentally, you say accidentally, but it's not really accidental. Yeah, I left Melbourne just before lockdown happened at the end of January with the intention to travel and start the adventure in Bali and I didn't get much further than Bali. I left for two weeks and then everything locked down and I chose to come back to Bali. So that's where I've been for the last couple of years. Yeah, I a part of being in Bali has been organising and setting up and creating my own work in the world. And when Phoebe and I were chatting just before we jumped on about going internal, a big part of my going internal was the birthing and the creation of the philosophy around that. So, yeah, 55 Faces began in August last year. Once again, almost accidental, but it dropped in and appeared from somewhere, somewhere outside of me. And really it was a big part of my professional background is around sharing story for social change and helping people to, yeah, to stand on a platform and have a voice around the things that have happened in their lives and find ways for them to be connected with the people that can help create change in that way. So, or in a, in a bigger way, a more collective way. So when 55 dropped in it really was around that same kind of concept around using personal story both as an avenue for that person to see what it is that they need to see in themselves but also for the world to see something really important some really important messaging that they need to see right now so yeah it began with sharing 55 women's stories one a day for 55 days and through that process I had a number of women say to me why don't you do a published version of this and at the time I thought oh gosh I'm just getting my head around what I'm actually doing now I've got to figure out how to publish this as well (laughs) 
so yeah, went away and took a little bit of time and figured out how best to publish it. At the same time, when you say there's one book, there's actually two. So there's two books running parallel to each other because at the time, like the first 55 were around a global perspective. So I wanted as many very different and diverse women as I could possibly attract within that 55. And I ended up with women from 15 to 75 years covering six continents. Wow. And all kinds of different, yeah, all kinds of different walks of life and backgrounds and cultures and all the things. And I, alongside that, I knew when I arrived in Bali that there was something I was meant to do with, with Balinese women as well. So I've begun meeting with Balinese women and I found it really interesting looking at when answering this, every woman answers the exact same three questions. And when um, looking globally at how the women answer those questions, every single woman answered completely differently with a different energy, different tone of voice, different perspective and way of answering the same questions. However, when I looked at a local perspective, every woman answered quite similarly, even if they had come from quite different backgrounds, particularly around question two, which is around what is the story you would like next told for women or rewritten for women. They all said almost the same thing. So through that process, I was like, well, why don't I do one globally with women who are wanting to contribute to social change and to stand on platform and have a voice and be a leader and also do a local book, which is more about women in a particular cohort who quite often might not have the opportunity to have a voice being able to have that same opportunity, but also to tell the story of their culture as well. So Michelle, for, and for those that are listening and tuning in, this book that Michelle is talking about, 55 Faces, it is something that has literally like resonated with me so much because I truly believe that, and which is why the Conscious Business Podcast as well is not about bringing super famous A-class celebrities and well-known men or women onto the show, but it's actually about the phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal work and stories of people that are doing incredible transformational work, but it's not being heard. And that's why social media is so important because social media allows us to put our messages and the things that are on our heart and to put them out there for everyone to see. And same with books, same with podcasts and Facebook lives even. So I think that what is so beautiful about the 55 Faces book, Michelle, is that you came up with this concepts, put it all together, and you're now connecting women all over the globe. And it's going to be like, it's pretty much going to be, I can't wait to have it on my coffee table because it's pretty much going to be one of those books where it's never going to be outdated, right? It's going to be something that you can flick through and even just looking at the images and the beautiful photography or just feeling the energy of the women through the images, through the cover-to-cover book and then reading their stories and reading about their journeys. I'd love to know when you connect with these women from all over the world, What do you think is the one thing that truly makes them thrive and to light up? Mm, Oh, my gosh, such a big question. What comes to me? There's something, I love that you used the word energy. Uh, It's not something that everyone would resonate with, but I love that I can say that here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's something that comes in pulling something out of your heart and soul, like out of this, like, centre place 
and just bringing it out into the world. It's not something that I can, something that's very difficult to articulate, but there's something really, really strong in just doing that. And, I mean, I've, I've had women share stuff that they're like, I haven't actually told this story before. I've had women who are already on quite a, a big platform and have a strong voice and they're just like, yeah, absolutely, I'd love to contribute to this. I've had women who have been absolutely petrified of the idea of even putting words to their experience or to, to something that they've been through or they're like, I don't even know how to write. How do I even get over that? Yeah, I've had women who have said, is my experience even valid? Like, what do I have to say? And it's like, well, the only prerequisite is that you're a woman or that you identify as a woman even. That is the only prerequisite. And I've had women say, look, you know, I'm not in the kind of position where I would have something important enough to say. And it's like, well, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Like, why not? Your experience is your experience. Don't expect it to be any better or worse or more important or less important than it is. Your experience is valid just because it is. Mm. So I think there's something in that, in that validation. As I mentioned before, also something in being able to see for yourself the words on the page and have them reflected back to you and go, wow, that's me, and then have them put in a platform that is really supportive and encouraging and have women say, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for sharing. I resonate or whatever it is. There's something far more profound and powerful in that than I kind of had a sense from my past background, but more powerful and profound than I could even imagine. Mm. Yeah, and I think also tapping into the book, there's something really powerful in 55 women coming together plus another 55 from Bali plus me. That's 111 women all saying, wow, 111, yeah. We're all prepared to stand together. Oh, my goodness. I'm into numerology. Like I'm really into that. And that just added up for me. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's huge. Can I make a side note and tell you that number 55 is about connection to soul purpose. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I know, like all the numbers, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I didn't realize either until I started doing some research myself. But there's something really powerful about that many women all saying we're here and we're putting our voice and our experience and our words and our wisdom behind this and saying that, you know, we're prepared to back every other woman in this and share her words with our community and so that we can all reap the same wisdom. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. I've got goosebumps. Like I can really feel that even just like the passion in your voice and I can feel that there are so many layers and layers to what you are creating and something really phenomenal happens. You are right. When women step into their purpose, men and women, like regardless of what sex you are, because I've been saying all day, like International Women's Day isn't just about women. It's also about the men that support us and ground us and encourage us to be who we want to be, do what we want to do and have what we want to have. Like this is something that we we couldn't have International Women's Day without men either. We couldn't have the world (laughs) without men either. Like we can't, create without both the masculine and the feminine so it's such a beautiful day to be having this discussion and I feel like I'm in Bali just looking at you right now so (laughs) thank you for joining and bringing that to us 
Yeah. I'd love to also find out for you, Michelle, like personally, obviously as women, we wear so many hats, we do so much and everyone's energy is limited. How do you make sure that your cup is full when you're serving others and when you're giving out, when you're giving to the world? Like how do you make sure that you retain your energy and that your cup is full? Mm, Great question. (laughs) It's going to sound really silly, but... Actually, I just listened to it before I jumped on here. There's an Oprah Winfrey like 10 minute YouTube thing that I listen to most mornings, like it kind of taps me in. And she actually talks about that in her thing. She was like, you need to make sure that your cup is full before you serve anyone else. It's so true. (laughs) I feel like you were listening to the same thing. I'll actually send it to you afterwards. It's great. I'd love that. (laughs) But it's been like I'm a social worker by background so since like for 15 16 years like I've been kind of in this space of being present to a lot of people through some really big stuff and gosh I think there are so many things to self-care and all of that kind of stuff and I feel like we kind of only ever really tap the very surface of it Mm. and I think that as a social worker that was one level but then as an entrepreneur like it's something else entirely and (laughs) absolutely (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy (laughs) yeah 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 I think and I might be quite blessed as well being in Bali where I feel like that and we spoke about this as well it feels like there's a lot more spaciousness and a lot there's something that you have as an entrepreneur that I didn't have as a social worker is that I have a lot more space to create as and when and how I want So if I've got a ton of energy and I go, oh, my God, I want to do like a 12-hour day, I won't even contemplate it. I'll just do it and it will happen. But then there'll be other times I'll be like, you know what, I have absolutely nothing and I'll just be completely 100% forgiving and Mm. present to myself in just going, you know what, I just need to not be in the world today as well. So I think that's really important. Sleep for me has always been really huge and something's really important. And I think also having your own things, like I'm a, you as well, you're a dancer, a dancer and a yogini and all that kind of stuff. So making sure that I do the things that tap me back into me. I think that's the biggest thing is mm-hmm. having things that kind of help you to disconnect from the world and just tap back in. Oh my gosh. I almost totally forgot that before you left, we both, even the dancing side, we've connected in that it feels like another world sometimes. I feel like my mind almost compartmentalizes it. But yes, like when, as you said that, even as you said you're a dancer, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I am a dancer. You know, <laughs> like, because the word I am is so strong, right? And, and what we associate ourselves with is so, so powerful. And that was such a, I've just deterred from the conversation, but I love that you've mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like the biggest question of everyone in the universe. Like, yes. Am I? And that's the first question with 55 as well. And it's really interesting, especially the Balinese women. Like, so often I sit down with them, I'm like, okay, let's do the first question. Who are you in the world? And they just look happy and they just burst out laughing and going, I don't know. <laughs> like, do any of us really know? Yeah, I think actually that's really interesting. I think a, a big sense of being okay with the unknown. Mm. I guess that's self care and it's not self care. But yeah, what do we know and how much do we know? And it's constantly changing anyway. So being okay with the unknown, being okay with quite often not having any idea of what you're truly doing and where you're truly going. Like, you know, the best plan in the world, but the whole thing can disappear tomorrow. So I think, yeah, there's a lot of all of that inner stuff that's super important as well. And I think as women, oh my gosh, as women, 
being really attuned to our intuition. This is something I'm really strong on and I've had so, so, so many conversations with. I think that is the greatest act of self-love and self-care and self-trust that we can have is being attuned to our intuition. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Totally agree. It is such a way of being able to set the right boundaries and such a great inner guide. So yeah, thank you so much. Michelle, my last question for you today is how are you, I guess, starting your day? How are you positioning yourself to start each morning and create a thriving routine or day for yourself a week? What do you do to really get yourself ready for the day a week ahead? Mm, Yeah, and I love morning routines. I think they're one of my favorite things. Yeah, I, gosh, I'm a big journaler. So I like to journal when I first wake up. I journal all the time anyway, but I really like to journal and just really tap in and go, what's going on in my head and what do I need to clear? And how am I going? And what energy is it that I want to bring into my day? And what is it that I actually want to get done? And what does my day look like? All of that kind of stuff. And I also sometimes do like a written meditation as well about my goals and what it is that I want to create overall. So I'm attuned to that right from the start of the day. I love that. Um, I know people don't eat breakfast, but I don't know why you would miss breakfast. I think breakfast is the best meal of the day. So yeah, big breakfast person. And as much as possible, I do some kind of physical activity as well. That's super, super important to me. Usually it's yoga or dance. Sometimes it's a walk. What else? I'm a big oracle card person as well. So I usually pull some kind of card just for a bit of wisdom for the day. And yeah, I love it. Bulk of it. Love it. Amazing. Michelle, thank you so much. Thank you so much for jumping on the Conscious Business Podcast, for sharing your wisdom, your journey, and also speaking with us on International Women's Day. It has been so good to have you. I cannot wait as well to introduce this to my community and to really showcase it to more women. For those that want to be, is there still an opportunity for anyone to still be on the 55 Faces book? Yes, absolutely. So there are two sides to it at this point. So there's the 55 Faces Facebook community that you can be a part of. And then there's also the book as well. So the book, I think we're about three quarters full. So, and I'm in conversation with quite a few women. So yeah, I would absolutely love to include anyone who feels like it's a great fit and it's something they would love to be a part of. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And what I'll do as well is, Michelle, if you've got a link or anything that I can share, I'll put that as well in the caption here or in the uh, comments. And please, please reach out to either myself or Michelle if you want to be part of this co-creative book. It is going to be quite literally timeless and something that so many women and men all over the world are going to have on their coffee tables. And if you want to be literally within hand's reach while they're like either coming home or sitting on the couch and you want to be part of that book and featured amongst 54 other women, make sure to reach out. This is an awesome opportunity and I'm really excited about how this is going to transform and come into form. So thank you so much, Michelle. My pleasure. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. So good to have you. And I can't wait to chat with you more. Same, same. Happy International Women's Day. Happy International (laughs) Women's Day. Have a great day. (laughs) What a beautiful lady and what a heart-centered woman as well. Now, the next wonderful guest that we have is a good friend of mine as well. She is a photographer, a brand photographer and For those that know me and my brand, most of my headshots are actually taken by this incredible human 
and including the podcast cover that you are looking at right now. Xenia Belova is a brand photographer based in Melbourne and she is absolutely amazing and she's a connector like myself. She loves connecting women and she works with a lot, a lot of women. And so one of the reasons I wanted to have her on the show is because I'd love to share how she has the ability to bring out the best in women and capture it on camera so that we are oozing with confidence, smiling, and capture them on camera. Hello, Xenia. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Phoebe. Thank you for having me. Very excited. It's so good to have you, as always. And on International Women's Day, I mean, one of the things that I think stands out so much about you, Xenia, which is why I'm having you on this show and on this podcast, is because when I see women, when I meet women face-to-face, One of the most, I guess, inspiring things is seeing the way they light up or seeing the way they feel when they see themselves on camera. And one of the things that you really bring out about in women, in so many women in our circle, even like just last week, I met another lady and I'm like, oh, I've seen your photos on Xenia Belova's page. And and one of the things that you really bring out is our essence, our real true selves, and you make us shine in photos, which isn't something that everyone can do. Tell us what you do exactly and why you work with women. Well, thank you so much for this kind words. I'm just (laughs) very humbled, (laughs) very humbled. Thank you so much. So what I do, I basically, so I'm a personal branding photographer and I work with purpose-driven women. And why I love working with women is because I'm a woman myself, so I know how it is to feel confident, to feel empowered, to feel beautiful inside and out. So this is what I am bringing into my photography because I want every woman to feel amazing, to really look at her images and say, oh, yes, I am this. I'm so proud of my achievements. I'm so proud of myself. It's basically a celebration. So, yes, I do photography for their businesses, but very often they do it for personal reasons as well. So we kind of mix it together because it's just such a fun and empowering experience. So I'm very, very passionate about it, very passionate. I love that. And I think that the beauty of what you do is that every woman gets to show up as they are and you get to capture whoever she wants to be on camera. So whether it's someone that wants to be glamorous and sexy and gorgeous or someone that wants to be professional or someone that wants to have a bit of edge, you bring out that essence and you've got this ability to like, I remember my first photo shoot with you and it's definitely not going to be my last because as much as those photos last forever, I want to have that again. And I need to book that in with you as soon as I can as well. (laughs) But the thing that I loved about that session was the fact that you brought out my essence and you've got this ability to do that. So I'd love to know for anyone that is listening that hasn't had a photo shoot before, why is it important to brand ourselves? Why is that something that so many people do rather than just grabbing like a photo that a friend took from a cafe or someone took while they were standing against the wall? 
Well, I guess number one reason is to connect with your customers, your potential customers, with your current customers, clients, followers, call them however you want. And in order to do this, so very often, if you just take a, a normal photo, sometimes we just can be a bit too posy. So we're, we're kind of, it's just not the right vibe. But when you do a professional photo shoot, it's such a deep process. So that's why for me, it takes half a day per each client to actually get them to that stage where they truly feel super comfortable, safe, just to really show their authentic self. And this is why it's important because when you have your business, whether it's service, well, mostly service-based business, you need to bring in clients because you do. So usually if you're not a transactional business, as in you don't do what you do just for money, obviously we need only money, but usually when it's purpose-driven, that's why I mentioned purpose-driven is because you have so much passion for what you do. So how would you actually connect with people who want to book your services? You have to show up. You have to show your face because you'll be doing them a disservice if you don't tell them who you are. You don't show your beautiful smile or it's even a serious face, but that energy, people buy your energy, people buy you. Because people want to work with you, Phoebe, and you know that people want to work with you because of you. Absolutely. And this is crucial. So getting that really raw and authentic side of you, which is you, it's nothing else but you, (laughs) but showing it on camera. And this is why it's super important. It's very important because I have seen and I've shot so many women And I've seen a big change when you're using professional photos and when you actually connect to yourself through those photos. Your business is thriving and shining (laughs) (laughs) because you feel that this is real you. So then you can really communicate your values. You can communicate what you offer and how you can help people through images as well, adding words, but images like people are very visual. And people want to see who they have to deal with. So I usually, the first thing when I book any type of, when I work with anyone, I go to their about page and I look at their face because I'm very intuitive. I read energy really well. I read people really well. So I need to see the face of the person. And sometimes photo is just so like, not like closed. I don't know. You just something about it. I'm like, no, I don't, don't. And maybe they're amazing. So that's a missing opportunity. So Zenia, tell us why you started working with women. I'd love to know, when did you realize that you wanted to work specifically with women or have you always worked with women from the beginning? Oh, so my photographic journey started from fashion. So I used to be a model back when I lived in Italy years ago. And I just remembered that feeling that photography gave me. So when I saw my images, I'm like, wow, okay, like, (laughs) she's hot. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess that's one of the reasons why I started shooting fashion, because I had experience in posing. So it was easy for me to pose models. 
And it was kind of glam. It was fun and very creative. You work with stylists, makeup artists. Then you get your editorials published in magazines. It's kind of cool stuff like Runways in Milan, all that kind of glam stuff. But what happened is I started to understand that I wanted more because it didn't give me depth because I love the mindset work. And so fashion was aesthetically beautiful, but it just ended there. You didn't really have to get a person's personality. It was just about selling a dress. And so slowly I started to transition into private portraiture for women, a bit of boudoir, a bit of just women coming to me wanting to feel beautiful. Mm. And so, and then it was a natural transition for me to do personal branding because I love working with business women because I just love learning constantly. I'm all about personal development. So I work a lot with coaches. And so it just gave me a bigger purpose. So I combined fashion, private portraiture, and my marketing background as well. So I put it all together and it just, and I created my thing. And because I put a bit of fashion in my shoots, I like it pretty glam and polished because we, you know, we're women, we want to feel like this. So this is how basically I like to do personal branding. And this is like, I feel it so aligned with who I am right now that I can't imagine myself doing anything else, at least at the moment, because obviously we evolve, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Wow. You bring so much to the table. You talk about depth and one of the things that I think really stands out about you is that you're way beyond just doing photography. You've even recently done an NLP course and started to go even deeper in your personal development journey and look beyond the beyond. Tell me a bit about that. How has that complemented your business and if so, how? 100%, 100%, yes. So I started the journey for myself because I just thought I wanted to go deeper and to reconnect even deeper with myself. And so I did the practitioner course, I did the master course, so I'm I'm an NLP master practitioner. So I haven't practiced it yet in terms of I haven't been coaching directly, but what happens, it actually changed a lot my mindset in terms of work and I'm bringing it like a lot of little tools a lot of reframing a lot of language patterns a lot of mindset work in my photography so I don't consider myself just a photographer I consider myself a transformational photographer it's a kind of a big thing to say but this is what's been happening and I guess doing and investing in myself first it was a direct influence on my business too because it's just, again, I became so much aligned with what I'm doing that it comes naturally, effortlessly, it's easy. Mm. And so I don't have to push anything. Everything is just flowing. Flow is a big word for me. And so bringing that personal development into my shoots is empowering even more. So it's not just, okay, stay here, I'll take a photo. It's more... If I hear a woman talking, like having negative talk about herself, again, it's a lot of reframing. I sometimes can sit down, put my camera down, and we have a chat and we do a little coaching session. So it's kind of, it's all incorporated very naturally. And I just, I'm loving it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm so like 
I'm so amazed by just in such a short amount of time how much you have grown and how much value you are bringing to your customers and your clients. Like that is priceless. And I still remember, I actually still remember even our session. It was, I think, 2018 or something like very, very, feels like a long time ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I still remember when I was looking at one of my photos and I made a comment and you're like, I think one of the questions you asked me was, whose voice is that? Is that your voice? Or is that like your mom's voice, someone else's voice? And I remember going, oh, wow. Yeah, that's, um, I think, something my mom had said to me because my mom's a beauty therapist and she's a tiger mom. She's very, very critical. Everything's all about beauty and anti-aging and looking youthful and forever young. And, and I remember going, oh, my gosh, that was my mom's voice that just came out. Actually, that is a beautiful picture. I'm seeing what you're seeing now. And that criticism lifted. You helped me like unsee some things that was almost like a filter. And I'm sure you probably get that with some clients a lot, perhaps even. What is the one thing that you notice in other women that really helps them to truly value themselves and see themselves for who they are? Oh, that's a really good question. (laughs) we can talk about it for three hours i need to have you in a solo episode because i know this is a deep one and obviously for international women's day we're doing these short segments but what is the one thing like how do you think there are some women that are so amazing and so incredible yet they don't see it yet and then there are some that are like they truly value themselves for who they are what is the big difference Look, from my experience, my personal experience and working with my clients, it's a lot of conditioning, a lot of background conditioning, how we grew up. And very often I talk to women and they say, look, I really want to get out there, but I feel like I'm too old. I don't know, I'm overweight or whatever. And I feel like that people are going to criticize me. So one thing that I use all the time is it's like that story of, how we brought work brought up, don't show up. So our parents and my parents were saying, don't show up, don't shout, don't be loud, just stay there, like come down. So we get it in our brains, in our subconscious mind, and we think that this is how it has to be because our parents programmed us, not all of, I'm not generalizing, but from what I've heard. And this is a very big thing because it's such a small thing to tell but it's actually very powerful because you realize that yeah it's actually a story it doesn't exist I don't have to feel that way it's not about how I was when I was a child a teenager but it's how I am now what I can what value I can give to my clients and again and you shift it it's not about you Mm. it's about who you are serving. That's right. Another very big shift. So it's not about you. You're not taking photos for your vanity just because you want, well, some people do, but it's not about that. It's about really showing yourself in order to serve clients and to connect with the ideal client because you don't want to attract people who you don't want to work with. Definitely. So again, it's not about you, but about who you're connecting with. Beautiful answer. 
And last question, what do you love the most about working with women? Oh, I love the femininity. I love the vibe. I love the fun when we manage to get it out there. And usually it happens halfway through the shoot and really seeing them shine. I see so much beauty in everyone. I am literally in love with all my clients. (laughs) And I can see the energy. I can see the aura. I can feel them. I can tap into the energy. And when I see that little flower blossom in this amazing lotus, and because they just let themselves go and they're in flow, this for me is so rewarding and fulfilling. And this is why I do what I do. I felt shivers as you said that, just up my spine. That was so beautiful. And I love the behind the scenes that you always share with us on Instagram. I'm so thankful to be a follower on Instagram because I love seeing real stuff on my feed. Like, I mean, it's also beautiful to see women that really own their beauty and know how to pose and they're looking glamorous. But I also love the behind the scenes because I think that that's what makes Instagram so fun. And Zenia, you're, I mean, kudos to you. You have brought, you've really brought the essence of what you do and made it so authentic online. That's what I'm all about. And that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to have you on this show. And I'm very much looking forward to having you on an individual podcast where we really go deep. I know that was such a deep question before as well, (laughs) but we go deep and we, get vulnerable and share. And so I just want to say on behalf of everyone, especially on International Women's Day, thank you so much for being you, for showing up daily and no matter what, for just bringing your courage, your essence, your strength and seeing the beauty in others. It's marvellous. So thank you. Thank you so much, Phoebe. (laughs) make me cry all the time. Thank you. I'm honored. I'm really honored and you're doing beautiful things and I just love your energy and everything that is surrounding you. So keep on doing it. Thank you so much. Likewise. We're doing different things, but we have the same purpose. Absolutely. I felt shivers again. Stop it. (laughs) No. (laughs) And one last thing, guys, I just want to, even just from this episode, just our chat, I just want to say that For anyone that is watching, keep showing up as you and bring exactly who you are to the table. There is never too much of you and there is you're never too strong, too powerful, too sexy, too smart, too professional. What you bring is who you are. So own it, own and own it and keep thriving and shining. So thank you so much for everyone that's watching. (laughs) Thank you. Bye, everyone. Happy Women's Day. Now, my next guest is a very special leader who I am so excited to have on this show again. She has actually been on the Conscious Business Podcast before, and if you go to episode number 19, you will actually find the interview that I had with the lovely Ella Staniak. Ella, it is so great to have you on the show. Happy International Women's Day. It's so great to have you here. Phoebe, thank you so much for having me and happy International Women's Day. Cannot wait for our conversation. 
Likewise, and I'm so excited to be doing this online and be speaking with you from a different city because as we were saying off air before, in previous International Women's Days, we would be doing this in person. We'd be either at a women's lunch or at a live event or a conference, but we are now adapting to the digital age. How are you finding this year to be different? And also, how are you spending International Women's Day? Absolutely. Look, definitely it two years ago i think it was the biggest pivotal point for myself for multiple reasons uh 2020 wow <laughs> i mean i became a first time mom we uh began that was the start to pandemic and so i shifted from pre motherhood to motherhood from face to face business to online business full time so it was definitely the most noticeable shift. This year is different for me. This year feels more effortless when it comes to connecting with people in all dimensions. I feel here in Sydney, we are feeling more confident, more certain. A lot of social events are opening up. I've been able to see friends. I've been able to see clients, which is fantastic. Yet still, a lot of us experience that residue of pandemic. And I think it is safe, safe to say that so many of us are still longing for human connection, whether it's the events or whether it is one-on-one -on -one interaction. Uh, this is different, but I feel it's less shocking than 2020 and 2021. Yeah. And I've just come back from a trip to Sydney where I had the most incredible time with a bunch of amazing ladies, women in business. And really, like, it really lit me up. It really energized me. And I feel like there is something really powerful about when women connect face to face. And there's something very, very powerful about the way we have such a great influence on the women around us. And so the one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on this show today is because you specifically do something that helps other women stand up and stand tall and to not only value themselves truly, fully for who they are and what they're worth, but you also ignite their genius zones. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Thank you so much, Phoebe. Look, let me just begin by saying that feminine leadership is such a broad, um, it's such a broad description of uh, so many aspects of business and corporate arena. And the word feminine has actually got negative listening in the business and in corporate. And so there is that undercurrent of running definitions that feminine is submissive, that it is weak, that it is unsubstantial. And unfortunately, so many women today I have witnessed to go to that next level of trajectory, to operate in their full potential, because they already do feel either overpowered by masculine influences in leadership. What it feels like to so many women to be in decision-making roles is that it doesn't really make sense to connect to their feminine qualities if the masculine influences are so strong. And that on its own is the singular and the most debilitating factor that women in leadership in multiple industries 
face today. This on its own keeps women stuck in the paradigm of continuous doingness. I must do more. I must become more. I must take on more. I am already at full capacity. How am I going to achieve more if I already am feeling fatigued and I am feeling tired? And more importantly, women do feel unsupported. A lot of women today feel unsupported, undervalued, unacknowledged in the workplaces and at home. And so at Feminine Leaders, we really do advocate for the power of connection to self first and discovering the uniqueness of your own feminine leadership because it is unique to every single woman. Uh, that connection allows women to being guided by their inner compass called intuition. It is the best, the best and most powerful tool for decision-making in all areas. And with that, uh, we help women facilitate also getting in alignment personally and professionally, discovering their true nature, purpose, passion. So with that, they can navigate conflict in their life and find direction and clarity with what is it that they are truly standing for. In order to find your voice, you must have clarity on what your true mission, vision, and purpose is. Um, it, is really, it is really critical. Uh, it is definitely a journey worth taking. It takes embarking on a journey to inner worth to inner work, but it is a journey worth taking. I think that it's very, very important to know that it, every woman's journey at the moment is actually unique and very different to, it, it's actually quite different, in fact, because one woman can say, you know, they're feeling like they're being overpowering, they're leading, and, you know, they're they're the ones that are doing, you know, the major decision-making, et cetera, and they're not being supported. And then there are other women that are feeling like, you know, their roles are, you know, understated, that they are not necessarily given the right, I guess, they're not able to shine their light. And I love that you have brought this perspective today to share with us, not only like, in the business world, but also what's going on in the corporate world. You've had both. You've been on both ends. You've worked in corporate and you've also gone out and paved your own way. One of the major differences that you found between the women that are working in corporate, the women that you are probably still coaching today, the CEOs, the C-suite execs, and the ones that are like, for example, maybe they're just doing something that is, say, for example, like a solopreneur or, or a small business owner. What were the main differences that you found for, for either yourself or your clients? Look, whether uh, we work with women who are at the C-suite executive level or we work with women who embark on a journey through entrepreneurship and truly are championing the vision and passion that they do have and are trailblazing through newness, through undiscovered territory. That's what entrepreneurship is about. What we have noticed are actually that there are a lot of commonalities. There are a lot of commonalities today. One of the things that definitely highlights the differences is what women believe must tolerate in corporate world 
and in entrepreneurship. There is a very powerful shift that happens internally and externally within you and in your environment when you stop tolerating what you are tolerating today, all the elements that debilitate your potential. In corporate, oftentimes, it is the external influences. So the environment, the external pressure, climbing up the corporate ladder. There are a lot of fixed structures that women face today in corporate world. It's very fixed, very rigid. Where in entrepreneurial journey, that is so fluid, full of uncertainty, full of newness, undiscovered territories, that is very testing on women, on their personal qualities a lot of the times. I like to say that entrepreneurship is going to test you beyond what you can imagine. You might question yourself, whether you are good enough, whether your ideas are good enough. Are you capable of creating a team? All of that can actually be combined, whether in corporate and business, in three different categories. Where you are out of alignment, so getting in alignment is really important. Because when you're out of alignment, you have high resistance. You are dealing with conflict, whether internal or external. Number two, it is that connection. So if you can truly create and connect to yourself, to your heart, to your genius, to your unique feminine qualities, and lead from that place of confidence, self-esteem, knowing self, leading with heart, you are truly powerful. And the third element are beliefs. I believe that every single human being who is ambitious to a certain degree and wants to create extraordinary results, whether in their career or personal life, they do need to have crystal clear clarity on what belief systems are driving their behaviors, their decisions, their emotions every single day. I believe that sooner or later, as a leader, you must face your demons. You must have clarity on what is holding you back. You must have that honest conversation on what is holding you back. Stop tolerating what you are tolerating that might be debilitating your potential. And from that place, you actually create the beliefs, you create the identity, you create the image of a person who already has what you are dreaming of. The number one key element that we truly are advocating for, it is the importance to learn how to own your presence as a woman in any circumstances, in professional arena and in your personal life. Every single human being has an inner critic. We all have doubts. We all have psychological structures in our belief systems created in childhood, which have served us sometime in the past, but in order to achieve more, to have great quality life, to truly go beyond the average standard that a lot of women might be living today and are living today or allowing themselves, um, it, it, whether it's in their career or personal life, to go beyond that. You must understand that you can be 
whoever you wish to be. But you must have awareness of what is holding you back, your beliefs, your actions, your, your, your past, anything that is debilitating you today. You must have awareness of that. And from a very neutral place, you must then steady but slowly understand that you are capable of achieving anything that you want. Your inner critic is just an illusion. So if you choose the goal, if you choose the vision, you can truly reverse engineer the process of becoming that person, of becoming your success, whatever success means for you. Whether you want to have greater health, whether you want to have greater relationships, whether you want to have great financial goals, whether you want to create great business. It is all of it is a journey of becoming that person who already has it. So give yourself a permission to embrace who you are, acknowledge your strengths, make sure that you give yourself a credit for everything that you do every single day. It's definitely something that as women are uh, so quick to, to be doing, to judging ourselves of how much we haven't done enough, haven't achieved enough. But what women truly are handling today in the modern world is extraordinary. From career to relationships to health to parenting. And so give yourself a credit for all of that and allow yourself time, patience and a journey to become whoever that is you want to become. Kindness, self-love, self-compassion, self-respect, self-honoring are truly great elements to practice every single day. I love that tip, Ella, and thank you so much for what you have shared. For those that want to hear more, Ella and I have actually had a full podcast interview in the past very recently, and you can actually scroll up to episode 19 where we talk about leading with diversity and inclusion. Ella, you are so amazing. You are truly, truly doing such impactful work. I love hearing you speak. I love that you have impacted so many women and so many people's lives. Ella, and I love that you have come back on International Women's Day to speak with us again. Thank you so much for your wonderful presence, for all the incredible work that you do. And for anyone that's listening that wants to connect with Ella, make sure that you do that either on LinkedIn or check out the links in her show notes. Phoebe, thank you so much for all your beautiful compliments, first and foremost. Thank you also for creating this incredible initiative today to celebrate women on International Women's Day. And also thank you for all you do. Thank you, Phoebe. Guys, that is a wrap for the International Women's Day special episode and this incredible event. I hope that you guys have found value. I know that I am so looking forward to listening to this again because Every single woman that we had on the show just had so much to give and so many great tips and pointers from sharing with us what not to tolerate and that the moment we stop tolerating what we are tolerating, that's when we begin to change right through to how to embody confidence and success and loving yourself fully. I believe that 
every single one of us listening has a big takeaway to gain from these five incredible women. Now, if you loved the show and if you've gained value from this, it would be absolutely amazing to hear your thoughts and to receive your comments, especially in the Apple podcasts reviews. I would love to get to know you guys as well and would love to connect with you further. So please jump on the Thrive and Shine in Business Facebook group if you haven't already or connect with me on LinkedIn and Instagram. I'd love to get to know you and would love, love, love to continue supporting your journey to thriving and shining online and in person. Have a wonderful day and thanks again for tuning in. 